things were supposed to change. The way we heard things was supposed to change. The way we speak was supposed to change. And the way we lived was supposed to change. But for a lot of people, things remained the same. How do you know, Pastor, things remain the same? Because if you change the input, the output changes. We had all that new information, but we didn't have new input. We, we didn't completely move on it. 2015, we, we did it again. Somewhere around December, Ed, God gave a brand new word. And boy, we celebrated. Next level living. For months, we preached. Oh, I'm living on the next level. You heard it's the buzzword around real life. Everybody, I'm living on the next level. I'm living on the next level. Man, I'm living on the next level. Man, we were doing everything on the next level, preaching on the next level, driving on the next level, brushing our teeth on the next level. Come on. We were excited about being on the next level because we understood that once we shifted, we could go higher in God. And remember, we learned that this was not your, your basic, you know, uh, church next level thing uh, where, you know, we're talking about levels that were just basically ideas. But we were saying that we were going to another level in God, which meant we were going to turn everything up, our intensity, our enthusiasm, our love for God. We were going to just go to the next place and our walk with God. And it was going to be real. It was going to be tangible. Our marriages were going to be blessed. Our children were going to be blessed. Our finances were going to overflow. Man, we were going to be lived because we shifted, right? We changed the way we thought we saw, we heard, we spoke, and we lived. So now it is inevitable that whatever was holding us in 13 wouldn't be able to hold us anymore in 15, and we'd be living on a whole new level. And then fast forward, 2016. Oh, my God. What did we do in 2016? Oh, we transcended because we understood that the devil wasn't just going to sit idly by. Life was going to still be life. Can I get a witness in here? Can, can, I, can I speak to Christians for just one minute? And can I just tell y'all that life not going to stop being life just because you know Jesus. Life going to still do what it do, baby. It rains on the just. Come on. A lot of bad things happen to good people. Who's good except for God? Life's going to be what it is, man. Everybody's going to go through something. Everybody's going to have to go through. Everybody's going to have to fight through stuff. And that's what transcend was about, rising above it, not allowing life to keep us from being everything that God had called us to be, the unique individuals that God has called us to be. We were going to live this life no matter what, come hell or high water, we were going to live this life. Even when Matthew came, we decided, you know what, we're going to transcend Matthew. We lost some groceries, but God is still good. Groceries, really? We crying over groceries, really? When God bless you with them groceries, you can go buy some more. Come out here. God was going to cause overflow. That's what transcends. Somebody tap your neighbor and say, transcend, transcend. You still have about what now? About 25, 30 minutes to transcend. Go on, get it in. Go on, get your transcend in. Get your, touch your neighbor and say, get your transcend in. We're supposed to be rising above things, going beyond things, getting over things, getting past things, not allowing our past to hold us back. The things that people did to us and said to us years ago, those things were supposed to become lightweight for us. And we're supposed to shake them off in 2016, right? Because life has done some stuff to us. Yes, it's true. We've been through some hurts and some pains and we've cried and we've had some wins and some losses. But 
life what it's supposed to be to us, we're supposed to overcome it. The scripture says that we are overcomers. Amen. In fact, one scripture says that they overcame <laughs> by the blood of the lamb and the words of their testimony. My question is, what were you saying in 2016? What was your testimony? What were you speaking over your situation? Were you speaking doom and gloom or were you speaking life? Because, you know, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life. Death and life. Death and life. Death and life. So you could speak like death to it. You could kill it or you can bring it to life. You could kill it or resurrect it. Some stuff need to die. Some stuff need to die while some stuff needs to live. So don't speak life to everything. Why, why y'all speaking life to stuff that should be dead? Well, I remember what they did to me 10 years ago. Kill it. Oh, kill that. Because that thing is holding you. So we paradigm shifted with thinking, seeing, hearing, speaking, and living differently. I'm surprised I still remember that. We move to next level living. Then we transcended. And now expansion. I'm so excited. I can hardly contain myself. You too should be excited. Before, Listen, I'm going to ask you all to do something by faith. Celebrate your expansion before you even know. <laughs> don't don't wait on me. Don't wait on me to. Don't wait on me to expound on it. Just don't celebrate it up front. Hallelujah! Everybody, do this with me. They came and they danced just now, and they, they, they sang, that song says, Enlarge My Territory. One of the words in it. Territory. Okay, time for me to teach. Anyone who failed to shift in 2014 is still living in 2013. Because if you didn't shift, you couldn't go to the next level. And if you didn't go to the next level, there's nothing to transcend. Mm. See, it was systematic the way God gave this to me. Every year somewhere around beginning of December, end of November, God would speak to me and say, this is what real life focus is for the year. But when he gave me expansion, I got that back in like August. Never has God given me the theme for our church that early. He gave me time to meditate on it. And I thought that I'd test expansion out before I gave it to him. I started expanding in 2016 just to come back and tell you what it's like. <laughs> and I want to tell you, it's good. 
in the land of expansion. <laughs> expansion, what does it mean? It is from the Latin word expansolum, which means spreading out. It is the act of increasing something in size, volume, or scope. Listen, the act, it is the act, A-C-T, it is the act of increasing something in size, volume, what it can hold, and scope. Now, what is the word scope? I'm glad you asked. It is space or opportunity for unhampered motion, activity, thought, or range of operation. Basically, scope is just more room. So, so expansion gives you more room. Unhampered. Somebody say unhampered. Unhindered. Range of motion. That means I'm free to be everything God has called me to be without restriction. I need more room. Because in this space, I'm a caged lion. And I can't do what I'm called to do in this little space. See, see, I'm made, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm made to roam and conquer. I, I, I just want somebody to know I'm not, I'm not made to be tamed. I'm not here for your entertainment so you can walk by and take pictures of me and look at me. I just want you to know I am no ordinary Christian. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I'm not your bargain variety. Christian, I'm, I'm the real deal. I'm authentic. I'm genuine. And I'm coming into my purpose. 2017 is going to see me coming to my purpose. But first, I got to take care of some business. And, 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 and scope is applicable, watch this, to an area of activity, predetermined and limited, but somewhat flexible. Listen again. Scope is applicable to an area of activity that is predetermined and limited, but somewhat flexible. So this is my predetermined area. But here's what I have to remember. It's flexible. Anything that's flexible can move. See, if you remember that the area is flexible, you start making moves to provide more room. Now, now there's no need in you praying for God to make room for you when God has given you the ability to make room for yourself. It is not my job, Elder Darian's job, Elder Johnson's job, Elder Smith's job, or Pastor Leslie's job to come move your barriers. When God has given you the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost to move some stuff on your own. So all you got to do is get tired of being stuck. 
Now my predetermined area had just become a little bit bigger. And when I get tired, Ed, of just being able to go to the left, Yeah. You think I ought to do it? Oh, I'm good now. Y'all know Pastor like to walk. I couldn't preach like that for too long. But I, I can't move. I don't have a full range of motion. Wait, why don't I just... Well, what do you know? Freedom of operation. <laughs> I ain't held back no more by what somebody didn't do for me. Oh, y'all better shout in here. I am no longer held back by a sickness that the doctor spoke over my life. Because here, here's what I decided to do with that sickness. And every time I want to move more in God, I got to push a wall back. If I feel pinned in, that's an indication that something got to move. God, please break me free. God, please help me get me out of this cage. And God said, I've been giving you word since 2014 to get you out of the cage. You got the keys. Oh, you got the keys. All you got to do is use them. There's a time when you should pray. And then there's a time when you should bust a move. 2017 is that time. Oh, hallelujah. This is this. This is not just about physical attainment, okay? We're not talking about just getting stuff. We're not talking about stuff. We're not talking about houses and cars and, and, and Bentleys and, and Range Rovers and diamond rings and, 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 and you understand? We're not talking about that only. Because God want to do some of that too. But it's not just about that. No, it, it is about spiritual attainment that radiates into every other area of life. It's about you growing spiritually, man. It's about you growing in the spirit. See, it's about you, it's about you realizing that it, playing church been out of style. Coming to church and worshiping and lifting our hands and all that stuff and then leaving out of here and not being real with God, that been out of style. That's played out. It's, it's, about, it's about a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior. And if we confess him with our mouth, then we need to confess him with our life. 
It is, it is simply about aligning ourselves with the vision that God has for us. Throwing our vision away and aligning ourselves with the vision that God has for us. And God's vision is found in his word. If you want to know how you're supposed to do it, who you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to go, you need to go to his word and it will show you everything you need to know about God's plan for you. So it's about going to that roadmap, that, that, that plan that God has given, and then executing it, not just knowing it. We know too much scripture without application. I promise you I'm going to hurry. Basically, we got to do things different in 2017. Basically, we just got to do it different. We got to quit with the same old, same old. How many of y'all seen the same tree? Come on, how many of y'all saw the same tree? You know what I mean, tree. You know what I mean. I'm not talking about a physical tree. That same stupid thing. How many of y'all feel like you're going in a circle? Just, just come on, come on, come, come on, come on, come on. Just keep seeing that same stupid stuff over and over again. Ain't you tired of seeing the same scenery? Aren't you tired of letting the same stuff trip you up? That same line gets you to step away from God's will? Same thing make you mad? Same thing make you stop coming to church? Same thing. Ain't nothing different. The devil ain't even working no new tricks. Same stuff messing us up. Aren't you tired? It's time to go forward. And it's not going to happen until we align with ourselves, God, spiritually. Listen to what he says. Listen, first thing, first thing to do, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. See, the Amplified says it like this. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. So guess what? To God, the things are an afterthought. To God, the most important thing is that you align yourself with him and seek the kingdom. Now, I got some pictures up here, um, and I want y'all to help me out. Uh, uh, how does that look to you? That, that's messed up. That's literally messed up. See, this is the normal order, even for saved people. Because, because a lot of times, the stuff we do, we do to get God to bless us. So it really ain't about God, it's about us. So we live in, in, in a perpetual selfie. Let me get this right, get this right. We just living in a selfie. Love your neighbor. Uh-uh. You know what they did to me? Don't have sex outside of marriage. Woo, what you talking about, Reverend? Selfie. Self-ish. Yep. 
But if you re- but if you really want to expand, babies, brothers, family, and friends, you're gonna have to do it God's way. Because if if we keep doing it our way, we're gonna be in that pen. That's the reason we ain't been able to bust loose. Let me show you the right order of things. Show us the right order. See the right order? Kingdom first, self later. God says, if you can be concerned about me, he says, I'm quite concerned about you. He said, you don't even have to worry about yourself. I got you. I got you covered, baby. I want to bless you. But get your mind off the blessing and put your mind on me. Align your life with me, man, because I have a plan for you, and it is good and not evil to bring you to an expected end. God said, just line up with me, baby. I got you. Live for me, and I'll show you blessings like you've never seen. Deny yourself just a little bit and watch me work. I'm almost done. Y'all stay with me now. So, so let's talk about this, this transcend, this, uh, not transcend. We've we done that. We're talking about expansion. First, length, vision. Vision is needed to know how much to expand. Vision helps us to dream and plan beyond the normal, already believed for possibilities. Vision helps you to plan for what you can't see yet. Vision helps you to plan for what you can't see yet. You may not be able to see yourself living holy, but plan for it. You may not be able to see your marriage whole, but plan for it. Visualize it. Write it down. Pray about it. Seek God for it. Somebody shout vision. Vision. Scripture declares that without a vision, people perish. But happy, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Let's look at this Amplified for a minute. Where there is no vision, no revelation of God and his word, the people are unrestrained. You know what that means? They're all over the place. You ever met somebody who's all over the place? One day they're doing this and the next day they're doing something. They don't know where to go. They don't know what, I mean, they're unrestrained. They're all over the place because they don't have any direction. So you have to have a revelation of God and his word in order to have some direction. You got to know who God is. If there's anybody in here who's unsaved, listen to me. You've got to know who God is. You can't just have an idea about God. You got to be in a relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ. Otherwise, you're just going in circles, visiting the same places, going through the same stuff. We have to have a revelation of him and his word. You understand? We got to have a revelation of both in order to have real direction. Number two, capacity. Second link. 
capacity is needed to believe that expansion can take place at exceptional levels. Basically, capacity is faith. How much can you believe for? Now, let me say this. A lot is going to happen in your life in 2017. It's going to be based on how much you believe for. Joel Osteen quotes this scripture. I love it. He said that God said, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. So if you open it a little bit, I'll give you a little bit. How much can you believe for? God can do exceeding. And abundantly above all you can ask or think. God, you bad. Because there's some big thinkers in this room. Some of us been thinking big, but been keeping our mouth shut. Somebody tap your neighbor and say, not this year, baby. Not this year. Not this year. I'm asking big audacious, grandiose. I'm going to ask big of God. Y'all think God intimidated by your dreams? Anybody, anybody who can walk out with nothing existing and start speaking and stuff starts happening is not going to be intimidated by a dream to graduate college. Matthew 8, 13, and Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way, and as thou hast, so be it unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Look at Jesus, bad as he can be. How did Jesus do it? As the centurion believed. What did the centurion believe for? Well, his servant was sick. And he went to Jesus, you know the story, and he said, Jesus, can you heal my servant? Jesus said, yeah, I'll come with you. But he said, no, no need to come with me. He said, just speak the word, because I'm a man under authority. I tell men, go, they go. I tell men, come, they come. He said, see, I understand that you have that kind of authority. All you got to do is sin healing, and it's got to go. So Jesus said, well, then. According to your faith, since you, since you said I could speak it, then I'm going to speak it. But did he say, did he, you don't see what Jesus said, be healed. It was already spoken. The man's faith was, see, see now, ain't nothing wrong with faith to take Jesus to the house. No, 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 don't look down on somebody who's taking Jesus to the house. I, I mean, you know, because I start, I mean, you know, at one point in my life, that's all I knew to do is take Jesus to the house. But, oh, wouldn't it be something to kick the walls back and say, Jesus, don't even come. Don't worry about it. Just say it. See, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is, is that Jesus went ahead and matched the size of the blessing with the size of his faith. 
There's another scripture. I, 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 I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving. Mark 9, 23, Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, one of two things. All things are possible to who? See, it's a select group of people. Now, I'm, all, that ain't everybody. All things are possible to the, to the select group of people who can believe for it. Some of y'all been looking at some stuff and thinking it's impossible. And God says if you could believe for it, it just switched columns. Just as quick as you believe for it, it switched columns. Yes, it is impossible now because you don't believe for it. You've been saying everything but. Every word about it has been negative. You never spoke positively over it. Not one. You didn't speak faith to it one time. And then, listen, you speak negative about it, then come to church and ask somebody to pray for it. Now we got to undo all that. I can't stop doing that. That's just the way I am. I grew up that way. That run in my family. And they come to the altar and say, pray for me. Somebody say, not in 2017, baby. Not in 2017. I got to kick them walls down. <laughs> oh, all things are possible. Somebody shout possible. possible. Let me tell you what possible means. Without, with, with being within the limits of ability, capacity, or realization. If you can believe for it, it is within the limits of realization. It can happen. Y'all look at people all the time, stuff happening for them. And they believe for it. Listen, let me tell y'all something. The people that good stuff happening for is not just happening. <laughs> it's not just happening. Stuff not just falling in their lap. They're believing for it. There are some people who are unbelievers who believe more than the believers. That cannot be. That just cannot be. Don't give up yet. Don't check out. Don't clock out. Don't quit. You have too much life in you. Go ahead and tell the devil he's a liar. He already knows it. He won't be offended. He knows the truth about himself. He keeps speaking that mess to you. No, I am a child of the Most High God. I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. I'm blessed as I come in, blessed as I go out in my basket and in my store. Somebody shout amen. amen. My marriage is blessed. Yes, I see it's on the ropes, but my marriage is blessed. I'm going to coach it until it gets up. I'm going to fight for it. I ain't going to just give up. I'm going to do like I don't care. You remember when Rocky used to be on the ropes? And that little old man with the scully cap on used to say, punch out, Rock. Fight, Rock. Get off the rope, Rock. That's what I'm asking you to do. Share yourself out of the corner. Stop moping. Stop talking about haters. 
Why do we think we're so special that no one should hate us? Do we think everybody's supposed to like us? Some people aren't going to like you. Everybody's not going to support your vision. They have a right not to. But you darn well better support it. You waiting on somebody to get on your bandwagon, get your band and your wagon and go on down the road. Everybody, look, can I tell y'all a secret? Everybody don't like me. But it hadn't stopped me yet. They said, listen, they said 16 years ago this church wouldn't work. But at midnight it'll be 16. I'm going to give you some good advice. You better listen to God. I'm almost done. Jesus. Territory. 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 Oh, my God, my God. Territory is the love child of vision and capacity. When vision and capacity Come together. Territory is sure to come. All territory is is manifestation. It's 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 the realization of what you had a vision for, <laughs> and you had the faith to act upon, and it brought. Territory. It just brought possession. So now I ain't just confessing. I am in possession. I'm tired of talking. I'm going to start walking. Let the church shout glory. We have been shouting and spinning in circles and running around the church about ideas. I can't wait for the Sunday when we have a manifestation of the promise of God to wait and see how crazy y'all at. I can't wait until you run around here so much that I got to sit down and watch you. Because God has done what he's promised. We've been shouting about ideas and dreams and hopes and wishes and promises that have never come to pass. And we won't align ourselves with God's vision for our lives. And we keep wanting it to happen and it doesn't happen. But if we can get in alignment with God's vision, we can see some of the greatest things to ever happen, happen. Some kids, some of our kids who own the balance of falling away from God, we can see them saved. If we just get in alignment with what God wants, you got hopes and dreams. Let me tell you something. If you think you blessed now, get in line with God. You hadn't seen blessing. Some God, God, God will do some stuff for you simply because I just like you 
I didn't let you die because I like you. Jesus. It wasn't your driving skills, though. That, that would kill you if it wasn't for me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That thing would have took you out if I didn't step in. No, I like you. Let me go ahead. Time to go, time to go, time to go. Territory, possession of the promises made and believed. It is going beyond the established boundaries. Those established by others, life lessons, fear, and you. See, the boundaries, those things that, that held me in initially, some of that was what people said about me. And you have to be careful not to believe everything people say about you. Now, believe the truth now. Oh, you know the truth. If you mean old cuss and you know it's true, and they say you a mean old cuss, don't get bad. Stop being a mean old cuss. Oh, did pastor say that? Quit saying stuff like I got a quick temper. Un unquick it. Make it slow. Stop saying that, Christian. I got a quick temper. Stop it! I'm not going to let life lessons stop me either. I'm not going to let the stuff that happened in life, the stuff that went wrong, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out, stop me. I'm not going to let the marriage that didn't work. Make me ruin this one. I'm not going to take my baggage from the old church. To the church I currently attend. Yes, I said it. And I ain't going to let it mess this good thing up. And everybody not going to like your church. Okay? So don't let them not liking it make you unlike it. This is, this, this is where God assigned you. Everybody might not like your pastor. Don't fight. Just let them go. And to the pastor that they like. I ain't doing my job if you don't get mad at me at least once a year. Oh, y'all come tell the truth. I mean, I'm good. I'm tough. Territory is where faith gets worked and dreams are realized. Amen. Territory is where faith gets worked and dreams are realized. James 2, 17 through 22. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being what? Alone. Alone. Yeah, man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show you my faith by my works. Yes. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. That's something there. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar, seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called not a friend of God. I don't think God had a lot of friends. 
And God called somebody his friend who believed him. And even though Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet, Abraham was declared righteous in the Old Testament simply because he believed God. Faith without works is dead. You can't have faith and don't do something. Genesis 13, 14. Here we go. Last scripture. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Abram, after Lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place uh, where thou art, northward and southward, eastward and westward. For all the land that thou seest visions, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thee thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it. Here's a call for capacity. And in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Watch territory. Then Abraham removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron. And he built an altar, uh, built there an altar to the Lord. I want to say this to you before we go home. It's time to move your tent. We about to have old fashioned tent moving service. time to move your tent. If, if, if you're tired of life being the way life is, move your tent. You're tired of being broke, move your tent. You're tired of your marriage being messed up, move your tent. You're tired of your children being hard-headed, move your tent. You're tired of the devil beating you across the head, move the tent. Somebody say, move the tent. Move the tent. Tired of making the same mistakes over and over again, falling for them slick lines, move your tent. When he got the word from God, he believed God, and he moved his tent. How do I know Abraham had uh, faith? His tent wasn't in the same place no more. That's how I know he had faith. He didn't talk about it. I ain't hear Abraham one time say nothing about having faith. Abraham never talked about having faith. He never mentioned it. He just did stuff. You didn't hear Abraham walking around, I got faith, baby. I believe God. You know how I know Abraham had faith? He did stuff. God said, sacrifice your son Isaac. He did it. He said, leave your family and your friends. He did it. He said, walk through the land. He did it. Everything God told him to do, well, he what? Did it. That's how I know he had faith. You want to know how we're going to know you have faith? When you do it. And when you do it, you have possession. Because the moment he walked into that land, Sam, guess what? It became his. God said, if I can just get you to move, I'll give it to you. There's a story in the book of Acts about an Ethiopian eunuch who was traveling along reading out of the book of Isaiah. And Philip came running up along and heard him. And he said, do you understand what you're reading? He said, no, how am I understanding if nobody don't explain it to me? So Philip jumped into the chariot with him and began to explain it to him. And then they were riding along. He's explaining now, and he sees a body of water. And you know what he said? He said, wait a minute. What's keeping me from being baptized right now? I want to, wait a minute, let me find. I want to read it the way. Y'all put that scripture, that scripture up, did I give that to y'all? I didn't give that to y'all, did I? I want to read it the way. He says, see here this water, what doth hinder me to be baptized? I just want to end this sermon by asking you, what doth hinder you? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that 2016 is almost gone. And 2017 is being ushered in. We bless you, God, for the word that you spoke over our lives. In fact, right this minute, it is 2017. And we thank you that we 
have stepped into our destiny. We are no longer held in by what used to hold us. Last year's issues are now a thing of the past. Today is a brand new day. We're starting over. We're thinking new. We're seeing new. We're hearing new. We're speaking new. And we're living new. From this moment on, in Jesus' name, I speak blessing over marriages. I speak blessing over marriages. I speak blessings over marriages. I speak blessings over marriages. I speak blessings over families. I speak blessing over finances. I speak blessing over finances. Right now, the curse is broken. Poverty curse is broken. I speak right now to that person who continues to backslide, that your backsliding will end, and that you will covenant with God on a whole new level. In Jesus' name, let the church shout in this place. Let the church shout in this place. 